0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. I'm Val. And today we're talking about Spider-Man.
1: Yay! <laughs> I'm so happy, you guys. I love me some Spider-Man, especially the Spider-Man we're going to be talking about today.
2: Yes. I think this may become Val's favorite all-time episode.
1: Now, are we going to talk at all about the previous Spider-Men that don't count? Or are we going to only talk about Tom Holland? Well, I mean, I to... <laughs> all the hate mail We're will go gonna... to me today.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, th- I think most people would agree Tom Holland's been the best. I think mm, so, too. I don't know.
1: I've heard, like, because I go on the interwebs and I read sometimes. I mm-hmm. try not to most I'd of the times. I try avoid but, the comments, yeah. But there are always, like, those memes where people rate the spider man mm-hmm. you know? And, of course, everybody thinks that Andrew Garfield just got, like, the you know, short end of the stick. I don't think he was a horrible Spider-Man, no, but wasn't. of course, like it was kind of at the end and then he didn't get another chance to do it again. Right. Yeah.
0: You know. We, yeah, we only got two with Andrew Garfield and I liked him. I actually liked him a little bit more than Tobey Maguire.
1: Mm-hmm. I think Tobey Maguire cried too much. He was a whiny little baby. He did yeah.
0: cry a lot. Yep. But, and I'll and never, then there was
2: the emo strut. Yes. I'll, <laughs> ne- I'll never <laughs>
0: forgive him for that. The dance scene in Spider-Man three,
2: Oh, oh, that was bad. So basically, we're going to leave
1: all of those alone. And today we're going to talk about the new Spider-Man, which is Tom Holland and Homecoming. And then we're also going to talk about what we know and kind of what we would like to see um, from Far From Home.
0: Right. And if you... Haven't seen game yet, we'll probably spoil it. So, <laughs>
1: we've already done an endgame, yeah, yeah. So, so just that's being, your you know, own fault. if you are, are
2: the you, person in the U.S. that hasn't seen what it, what are yet? you
1: doing with your life? I need to go see it again before it's out of theaters. Can yes. you go see it again before yeah? it's out yes. of theaters? Let's do okay, it. I want to. If you want to go with us, just email us and let us know, and yeah. we might invite you. A big
0: group, it would be fun. I I think it do it would be, like let's that. do that. Okay. All right, okay. let's see what we can figure okay. out.
1: Okay, um, okay, I love Tom Holland. And really? this is why, okay.
0: This, this is me. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy didn't
1: know you love Tom Holland.
2: <laughs> I mean, other than the is fact this? that you try and stuff him into a backpack, I and, want carry to put in a
1: backpack and carry him around and carry him around. This is the thing. Okay. I want you to think about what you love about Spider-Man. And when I was younger, I didn't read very many comic books, but I read Spider-Man. I read Scooby-Doo. Um, I read some of Superman, Batman, but, I mean, it was mostly Spider-Man because I was a kid, mm-hmm. and this was a kid. And right. what I loved so much about um, Homecoming is that you've got this kid, and he finds out that he has superpowers, and he's a dork about it. Like, he's so <laughs> stoked and because you would be. You'd be like, this is this awesome. Is the but then at the ever. same time, you'd be scared, but then this is awesome. And I loved how in Homecoming they utilized – what kids are going through these days, like they're always on their phones. Yes, and they right. utilized it in such a way that it didn't make you feel annoyed. It didn't make you feel uncomfortable. You felt like you were a part of his life, that you were living vicariously mm-hmm. through him. And I think what the other Spider-Men in the movie series, not the animated series, but the movie series, um, were lacking is that childlike love of the fact that you're now a superhero. And I think that's really what my biggest problem was with the first three Spider-Men is that he's like 25 years old and he looks 25 years old and he wasn't acting like this teenage boy that just Mm -hmm. got
0: superpowers. Right. And I think part of the reason it works so well with Tom Holland, in addition to like, they actually put that in the story. I think Tom Holland is legitimately that he's excited about being a mm-hmm. superhero. Yes. I don't know how much of that is acting in the movie or that's just, which is legitimately- brilliant because yeah.
1: <laughs> like, you don't know. And yeah. so it's amazing. And I just, he, he just brought so much energy back to Spider-Man that, because to me for the last, I don't know, 10 years, it was all the animated series that I felt like were the best, Mm-hmm. You know, and even with Miles Morales and Into the Spider-Verse, Spider-verse. which is one of my most favorite movies ever. And mm-hmm. don't ask me to compare those two because they are uncomparable. Un- they are two totally separate movies that are equally amazing. That's what I have to say about that. I'm, um, I'm in
2: total <laughs> agreement.
1: <laughs> but I'm going to try not to hog the mic the whole time, but you I am so excited. Fire on all cylinders. <laughs> no, yeah. but I just, do you guys feel like when you watched it in the theater, even when I watch it at home, you feel the energy of... Of Peter Parker. Like you feel the energy of this kid.
0: I agree. And I think part of for me what made it so exciting is we've had the MCU for eleven years now. Right. Mm-hmm. And when this came out, it was what seven, eight years that we'd had the MCU right around there. Yeah. yeah. And Spider Man is Spider-Man is Marvel's biggest character. Right. Mm -hmm. Always has been he's the most well known, most popular but he was always missing from the stories because of legal stuff. Right. He was with Sony. Yeah,
1: people didn't understand because if you read the comic books he was the main part of the Avengers. Right. Like in a lot Mm -hmm. of the comic books you have Spider-Man right up front and then Mm -hmm. everyone else kind of behind and they couldn't do that because of everything you know, it's still actually being um, put out by Sony right now it's still not even a Disney product he can be in a Disney movie by permission. himself, um, but he can't, they can't distribute um, him yet. Which right. is, I mean, it's all this nonsense, people.
0: Well, when they announced that he was going to be in Civil War, mm-hmm. and by announcement, I mean they put him in the trailer and all of a sudden he was there <laughs> and it was awesome.
1: I peed my pants a little bit.
2: <laughs> I don't blame This was happening. This was exciting. me. I'm watching
1: the trailer I'm like ah! and then a little bit of pee and then happiness. Yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, Completely-
2: <laughs> I think we just got the title of this episode, <laughs> A Little Bit of Pee and then happiness. happiness.
1: You're welcome. Um,
0: and I I, I I, didn't, I don't remember peeing, but I do remember being very excited when he was in that trailer. And then when he was in the movie uh-huh. and just kind of what we saw from him in the movie, I thought this Spider-Man is going to be the best Spider-Man. Yeah. And so when the movie came out, we'd already seen him in Civil War and I already knew that I was in love with him in a, um,
1: character, way. character way. Yes, the same way. I'm in love with him in <laughs> yeah. a character way. I'm not yeah. in love with him in a romantic right. way. Right, right. No.
0: But so when the movie came out and we saw him, it was just, we'd already been introduced to him. I was already excited <laughs> about him being mm-hmm. there. And so I had all this excitement and energy going into the film and then it just didn't, uh,
2: disappoint. And I was so glad that they did not do an origin story. Yes. He's already got his powers. Yes. He's new he's just figuring this stuff out, but,
1: and he's awkward and it's Uh great. Like, I love that he's awkward, but he's such a kid about it. Like he's not a whiny baby about being awkward. He's just like, (laughs) you know, like it's, and I mean, a lot of people didn't like the fact that they picked Marissa Tomei, to be his aunt, but I like how I thought that was fantastic. I, this is the Casting. thing. We can keep watching the same story and movie over and over, or we can mix it up a little so yeah, that exactly. we have something new to see and exactly. look at and talk about. And I like the choice of Marissa Tomei, well, she's, I think
2: a she's a fantastic, great actress fantastic actress. Yes. yes. Really underappreciated. Her role in the wrestler was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um but, but I, I
1: like the fact that they gave him a hot ant. Oh, right. totally.
2: Like, and then Tony Stark's hitting yes, on her.
1: I, I love know. it.
0: <laughs> and can we talk about in the trailer, it looks like she and Happy have a thing going on. She and out. Happy yeah. look like they got I a little. I mean, Happy level.
1: needs to get Happy every once in a while. <laughs> Why can't he ever get any loving? Happy works his little bottom off.
0: Happy needs some he love. He's stressed out. I he mean,
1: needs some loving.
0: It's not like Marissa Tomei's not unattractive. So, listen, I would make out with
1: Marissa Tomei if she was sitting next to me and she was like, Val, we should kiss. I'd be like, Yes.
2: (laughs) Tom Holland approves. I think I've got a multiple choice for episode titles in this. In this particular episode. She is bringing the heat. Yeah. (laughs) But the thing I loved about this was this was the first Spider-Man that I actually, and I kind of want to jump back on what you said about these actors that seemed older. Yes. This is the first Spider-Man that I could actually believe was in high school. Yes. Right. All these other guys, I'm like, no. I mean, it it was, it seemed like an older Spider-Man and he just has this, this charisma and this energy to him. Mm -hmm. And like you said, he brings that awkwardness, but it's adorable.
1: Well, and I love um, the relationship that he has with his best friend, um, Ned. Mm -hmm. Yes. Um, I think that the guy, um, Jacob, that they chose to play Ned is fantastic Jeez. he's so natural and you would believe that they were best friends in real life and they're both awkward in their own way and it just makes you go back and think in high school you're like yeah that was me and my best friend mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. we we were awkward with each other we liked things that not many other people liked and we had each other's back right and i just that relationship is so important to me because I feel like in all the other Spider-Man movies, Spider-Man didn't have a friend. Like he was a loner and no wonder he He was was emo and broody and crying all the time. (laughs) You know, like I just, I feel like they, they gave Spider-Man life with homecoming and it's something that I think we'll be able to carry on for a couple more movies. You know?
0: Well, one of the things that I liked about Ned too, uh, is a lot of times in these movies, we've got these kids that are supposed to be awkward that are supposed to be kind of outcasts and whatever mm-hmm. but then they're like incredibly good looking people <laughs> like perfect i think that's mm-hmm. adorable but he's not the <laughs> <a> stereotypical <laughs> he's not the stereotypical right. Right. teenage heartthrob mm-hmm. and i love that i yeah. love that he's cool i love that he's yeah. likable and i love that he's fat because i think fat people are
2: great <laughs> me too i do too high five love, right there
1: I, I
0: love
2: him. <laughs> I, don't, I, I had some things I wanted to say, but I don't know if
1: it would have come out in the right way right now. I've already talked about making out with Marissa Tomei and stuffing Tom Holland in a backpack. And,
2: and peeing a little.
1: Peeing a little. So I'm just going to keep all those thoughts tidy down that's, inside
0: my brain.
2: That's all right. All right.
0: But, no, but I,
2: I really like that
0: because it wasn't. he wasn't the stereotypical right. good-looking kid. He was a normal looking kid.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, even, um, his love interest, um, you know, MJ, she's mm-hmm. not the stereotypical,
0: <sighs>
1: yeah.
2: you know, I mean, she's, she is a pretty young <laughs> lady, got some thoughts
0: on, but, MJ. I do.
2: but I she's do. not the, the bombshell that you would typically imagine. Well, she doesn't have red hair first, of which all, was a nice which, yeah. change of pace. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: So when I saw, um, that they had cast Zendaya as MJ, Mhm. Um, I've met Zendaya when I worked for Disney. Um, they, she was on a show called, uh, shake it up. Okay. And, uh, she was just new and the show was huge and you know what happens to kids when they get a little bit of power and a little bit of fame Mm -hmm. and I met her and she was a brat. Okay. And yeah, I mean, I'm saying that out loud. She was, I mean, again, she was a kid, so I can't. But at the time, I was just like I had been meeting so many Disney kids, and you know you can. There's some nice ones, and there's some not known ni- some nice ones. And her, and this is some inside juice for you, Shake It Up fans. Um, <laughs> her and her co-star They're
0: taking the notebooks out now.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the Shake It Up notebook. I have yep. one of those and the little backpack still. Um, yeah, I, I'm a hoarder. I have a problem. Um, okay, so her and her co-star, um, who I can't think of her name right now, which is also a big star. Um, I don't know if you want to pull out your, um, smartphone, mm-hmm. but, um, they were best friends on the show. Uh-huh. They were not best friends in real life at the time. Like uh-huh. they were going through some struggles and fighting and I was just like working all day and I met them and my daughter loved the show and I was just so disappointed. Um, did you find out?
0: Is it Bella Thorne? Yes.
1: Bella Thorne. Okay. Thank you. Um, I was just kind of disappointed to like meet them and I understand everybody has a bad day. Like I'm having a totally bad day right now, but, um, I was just disappointed. And so when I saw that they had cast her, I was like, why are you ruining my movie with this brat? And I'd seen her in some other things. And I was like, she's okay. When I saw the movie, like, it turned me around on her. Mm -hmm. And then I saw her um, in the musical uh, Greatest greatest Showman. showman. Uh And I was like, okay, like, you're... You have grown up. You're the real deal. Like, I need to give you a break. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really like her in this movie, and I'm really glad they cast her because I think what she adds is something different that we haven't seen from MJ before that's actually a little bit more relatable.
2: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: Which is that personality of she's not the, like, most popular girl. And they don't introduce her as the love interest. Right, no. He's in love with someone else. And <laughs> she's, like, this sassy little, like, you guys are stupid. Like, she pretty <laughs> much tells them that they're losers.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, and then she becomes really good friends with them. And because she is kind of a loser herself, you know?
0: She is. It- it,
1: she
0: it, is. Whoa. Whoa. Back it up, Jake. Let's on take a second here. What I meant is she is lovable, not that she is a loser.
1: <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Sorry, I kind of like... She, I, kind I walked of, right like, into you it. You right <laughs> um, walked right into my loser hole.
0: Walked right into my loser hole. That's also going on the list of possible... Do you
1: <laughs> have like seven yeah. titles?
0: AKA... But, <laughs> But she's also, she's just so cool in this movie. She Mm -hmm. is smart and, um, you know, she may not be popular, but she's herself, right? She's the only one that seems to just know that this is who I am and I'm totally comfortable and fine with it. And I think that's great. And I loved her character so much. And when they said, oh, she's like, oh, most of my friends call me MJ. I'm like, oh, okay, I can deal with with that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people were upset because... MJ's always been the red. Because the red yeah, of change. Not, guess uh, what,
2: people? Get yeah. used to change. Yeah. Okay, but in my opinion, the best, outside of Tom Holland, the best casting choice, bringing in Michael Keaton.
1: I was just going to ask you, so what did you oh. think? When I originally saw that Michael Keaton was going to be in the movie, I was like, great, he's going to be in a superhero movie again. I am excited that he's going to be a villain villain, and then I've seen Birdman. So I was like, this is like, it's just going to be with clothes on, right? Like he's going to be wearing clothes this time. Um, but I wasn't quite sure because he hasn't like really turned anything amazing out lately not other than Birdman, lot. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so I was just kind of like, how is this going to happen? And I thought he was okay. He's not my favorite part of the movie, mm-hmm. but I think he, like, I think, he fit well where he needed to. He didn't yep. overpower. Yep. He didn't overpower it. He
2: didn't chew the scene He ring. was
1: believable. And then I saw him in Dumbo, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, <laughs> stupid." I think
2: that's how most people felt about Dumbo yeah. in general.
1: Well, the movie was fine, but him and his, as a oh. villain was horrible. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Well, it's it's in. Go ahead. Tracy. I was just gonna say I really liked the menace that he brought, but he still he's not a super villain. He is just a construction guy. Mm-hmm. He's a blue collar guy. He's trying to do right. They have the def- uh, the Department of of cleanup or whatever the mm-hmm. the government agency <laughs> is now that they created that Stark cleans gets to yeah. Yeah, cleans up the mess from all the battles that he's in charge of for a while, and then he gets kicked out because the Stark comes in. And so I like the fact that he didn't chew the scenery. He wasn't over the top, but he was pretty menacing when when he figures out that Peter is Spider Man, like. When they're yeah. driving in the car, just yeah. in his eyes. That, so like, that whole scene, that scene I was is, just is, like is it gives me a stomachache,
1: but in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Like the whole scene with that when they're they figuring it out like they know who Both each of them other at are the same time. and mm-hmm. it's just one of those things. Seriously though, could he have created heavier wings? Like you're,
2: <laughs> like, you're supposed to fly. Uh,
1: let's make we we all know that I mean You know, there are other superheroes in this universe that have wings and they don't weigh 1,000 pounds. (laughs) Like, I just, they're cool, but I'm just like, every time he lands, (laughs) yeah.
2: Well, he (laughs) works in the steel business. I mean, he's he's using what he's got on hand. He's not a cat burglar. He's not going to sneak into places. So,
0: when I heard that Vulture was going to be the villain, Uh my first thought was, well, at least they're doing something. Different because yeah. it wasn't the Green Doc Goblin Oc, again. It wasn't Green Goblin again. I didn't want to
1: see Green Goblin again. I'm no, so I didn't over either. it right now.
0: And I, and I get that Green Goblin is to Spider Man what Joker is to Batman and whatever, but
1: But I'm over it right now.
0: I agree with it you. It makes me
1: want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> so we'll stop wow. We'll stop just, talking about Green Goblin. I'm just telling you that's how fine. repulsed I am by <laughs> That's fine. Like, they need to give it a minute. You know yeah, what I mean? They I need get to it. give it well, a minute. Well, Spider Man has
2: some fantastic villains. Yeah. And I mean, he's kind of. In a lot of ways, the equivalent for for uh, Batman. Marvel is yeah. as Batman's is yeah. with his rogues gallery. Right. And it's like there's so many other people to choose from. Let's do something different, which was nice.
0: And so it was nice that they did Vulture, but he's also been like one of my least favorite villains yeah.
2: in Spider-Man. He's not one of the it's most interesting. He's always like
0: decrepit old man. And when they cast Michael Keaton, I said, oh, that might work.
1: <laughs> and this is the thing. I think that's why they did it. It's, it's kind of what was – behind them releasing iron man as the first big superhero movie because iron man didn't he wasn't the most popular so you weren't going to really disappoint people right off the bat right, right. and so i feel like doing another spider-man movie you had a mm-hmm. whole bunch of people like oh my gosh there's another spider-man movie and look at the stupid there, british kids that they have as spider-man and mm-hmm. you right. know this wide-eyed like Little boy, and then, you know, Michael Keaton, blah, blah. Like, there was a lot of hate. There really was. And I think bringing in this villain that wasn't necessarily someone you had large expectations for. Right. Mm -hmm. You basically had more room to play with the Spider-Man character, and that's exactly what they did. It wasn't focused a whole lot on the villain as more of Spider-Man figuring out where he fits who he is I mean the whole time he's like trapped in that warehouse is like (laughs) one of my favorite because you know that's what you would do like how how many things can I do (laughs) with my web and like what can I try on here and what can I get out (laughs) might as well try the suit out see what I can do yeah and and so I just you know I I just think it was great because like who came up with you know what we should have him do is just get trapped in this building and not be able to go anywhere well that sounds really boring Mm -hmm. but they made it made it so fantastic. much fun like i wanted to push all the buttons right yes
0: well and i mean, it really liked the approach that they took with vulture just to wrap this up then we can i'm sorry it's the last thing i'm going to say about vulture but i no, no we can him. talk
1: about vulture i like vulture
0: <laughs> um because he had more motivation they didn't just make him this I'm going to take over the city and the mm-hmm. world and <laughs> he whatever had reasons behind he, right. it. that We
2: also agreed with.
0: Yes. And it was easy to identify with the villain a little bit and, and understand he's where he was a, coming from. He's
2: just a working man who got screwed. I think right. that
1: Marvel has done such a great job minus a few villains here and there Right. that we, I mean, even so Ultron, you think about mm-hmm. why Ultron was doing what Ultron was doing and you're like, I mean, it's not wrong. <laughs>
2: Mm-hmm. And then Thanos, mm-hmm.
1: like we all kind of have those moments where we waver and we're like, I mean, he's not wrong, if, you know? And then
0: if I find myself at Walmart on a Saturday, I always say <laughs> like, that guy had the right idea because there are that. way too many people. But I mean the
1: same with Vulture, you know, we're thinking to ourselves like he has this idea of, you know, this business and this company and what he can do with all of this material. And then you know, he gets kind of screwed out of it. Like a lot of people have. Right. And, um, you, you just relate to him and, and I love it when you love a bad guy. Yes. Absolutely. And you yeah. have, you, you sit and you think to yourself, I mean, but is he really bad?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm not so, is so he mostly sure. Bad?
0: I'm not so sure I wouldn't do the same thing in his position. Yeah. Right. And, and I think, think that, Marvel has done such a great yeah. job with that. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree.
1: Why can't DC learn something?
2: They're, 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 <laughs> I'm sorry. We won't even go there. We'll do that. That's a whole other episode. But I'm sorry. I just asked myself I, that question they're, a lot. They're getting there.
0: They're slowly uh, getting there. The DC still needs to figure out where they want to go. Uh, so and yeah. until they um, do that, and they're yeah, just I don't think at least it went from trash to
2: decent. Okay. I mean, Wonder Woman was fit and fantastic. I loved yeah. Wonder Woman. Yeah. Right. Aquaman was not a great movie, but it was, but a it was slow, just a lot of fun.
1: Commercial that I'd watch again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: The wavy hair. You can't see I'm doing the
0: wavy (laughs) hair with my hand. What
1: I respect about um, Vulture in this is like at the end of the movie
0: Mm -hmm.
1: when um, he saves his life. And then he goes to prison and he still like he can he doesn't owe him really anything. I mean, he's right. a bad guy who, right. who cares if somebody saved his life, but he still has that little bit of integrity. Mm-hmm. of that I'm a business owner. I'm a father. I have integrity that if someone does something nice for me, like I, you know, owe them one like he mm-hmm. is the ultimate like everyday man that. You you did something for me. I'm going to do something for you. And then yep. we're even and I can go on trying to kill you again. But, you know, like, I just Isn't love it? that whole scene in the prison at the end. And it left it open for so many things to it happen. Did.
0: Absolutely. Well, and, and I think that that's a good indicator that he, even at the end, didn't think of himself as the villain. Right. Oh, he totally. still had his own absolute moral compass. Mm-hmm. And even though that might be askew from what we would think is right or wrong, he he felt like he was doing the right thing. Right. So, and
2: to me that always makes a villain more interesting. Yeah. The villain is the hero of their own story.
0: You and know? It, yeah. If they're just so, if they're written in a way that they're just so villainy that even you, they can't even believe it themselves. That right. They're, yeah. <laughs> then it's just not <laughs> yeah. interesting. Yeah, for I sure. Agree.
1: Can we talk about the relationship between Peter Parker
0: I was wondering and if we Iron were, I, well,
1: <laughs> I thought we were like, avoiding
0: it on purpose. No, no. <laughs> okay. okay. So
1: like, well, I mean just Iron Man and Spider-Man that yeah. relationship, but I mean also just like the father, son or big brother, whatever relationship um, between Tony Stark and Peter Parker is like my favorite. I love these, these are, these are my two favorite characters um, in the Marvel cinematic universe. And I relate so much to Tony and I, Love Peter Parker so much, and I, I just—they did such a great job creating this mentory, you know. But more than that, just kind of bond between mm-hmm. these two characters that they both like. I, I know Peter Parker's like trying to learn, and he's so starstruck, but he teaches Tony Stark so much, absolutely, and opens him up so much. And you can see in his face. You know, and Robert Downey Jr. is just amazing at just the moments where you can see that something clicked in his brain because mm-hmm. this kid did something or said something mm-hmm. that just kind of is opening up, you know, him, himself. And, well, yeah, Peter, I, and that's Peter. why I just cried at the end of <laughs> Endgame, <laughs> Endgame because <laughs> I was I didn't see it coming that he was going to die. I thought he would be there to mentor a little bit, you know, the Spider-Man and I mean, I think it's going to push him to be a better Spider-Man now. Like I can, I'm going through why it makes sense, but
2: that was, I I needed
1: more, I needed more relationship from them.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I really liked because Tony doesn't have any kids and Peter doesn't have a dad. And so they kind of find each other and fill in the gaps for each other. Mm -hmm. Um, I read a thing from Samuel L. Jackson saying that Nick Fury becomes like the stepdad in this next, nice. uh, in, in, uh, far from home, kind of like toughen the kid up a little bit, like right. time for the, for the mean stepdad to step in and teach him <laughs> the ropes. So, and
0: that, and, and I'm interested to see how that relationship mm-hmm. develops, but I, I do, I agree. I love the relationship between Tony and, and Peter. And I think there's a little bit where Tony, I think looks at Peter as a younger version of himself, yep. but a younger version of himself. That's just a little bit, Better. better like when they yes. have some of mm-hmm. those interactions, mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and like when Peter tells them, "Well, if you've got these powers and you don't go and help people, then are you kind of responsible yeah. for what happens?" And yeah. like Tony didn't think that way when he was Peter's age, right? Tony no. didn't think that way he until he got back the- from <laughs> Afghanistan, <laughs> right?
1: Yeah, I, I, I and do. Even then,
2: sometimes, yeah, yeah, I do
1: think that he sees what he could have been in Peter, and he really in a very roundabout sort of way is encouraging him to be him without totally encouraging him because he also right. wants this kid to be a kid. And he also mm-hmm. really wants this kid to be safe. And you see that so much in Endgame that he's just trying to keep this kid safe. Mm-hmm. And then when, Peter apologizes for dying and, <laughs> and then he's just like I lost the kid like all of these things happen yes. in the movie but he's like I lost the kid like
0: right you know, well and that's just, his motivation in Endgame that's what gets him to go and even try to figure out the time travel yeah. thing because he sees that picture of, yeah. him of Peter and Peter that mm-hmm. he's got in his kitchen mm-hmm. and realizes
1: and can I say it again it was Ant-Man's idea to do that Ant-Man saved everyone by
0: the way. It's true. It's true. With his time heist idea. It totally worked. It was
1: his idea. If he wouldn't have come up with that, then everybody would still be dead. Thank you, Ant-Man. I love you. And
2: thanks to the rat (laughs) that freed Ant-Man. The random random rat that freed him. What's
1: his name? Give him a name.
2: Ooh. Well there's it can't be Rizzo can't that's be, taken and it can't be Remy yeah Rufus? that's also Rufus, Rufus. <laughs> there we go that was
0: a good.
1: for some <laughs> reason <laughs> only our names <laughs> well it was just
2: the the <laughs> seems nice. to fit he
0: looked like a Rufus he
2: <laughs> was a little scruffy <laughs> yeah
0: i like it but i i do love that really and if we don't get Spider-Man Homecoming and see that mentor relationship then Endgame loses a lot of its Mm -hmm. power. Well, I
2: I love the scene um, at the Civil War when he's just getting the door for him and Peter thinks he's giving him a hug. And he's like, no, I'm just getting the door get out. And then later when he he actually gives Peter that hug and he's like, oh, this is nice. What what is this? Oh, oh, yeah, this is nice, too. I love it. And,
1: And the test of behind this door you know, is a big, huge room full of people, and we're going to announce you as a part of the Avengers. And, I mean, that's everything that Tony would have eaten up at Mm -hmm. his age is to be the center of attention, to be a part of this big thing that is bigger and to take over. And Peter's like, you know, I kind of okay just being me right now and the fact that he was more comfortable being himself than Tony was comfortable being Tony also really taught him some you know Tony something but I think it kind of as a grown-up it kind of taught me something too
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yep well and I and I I love that scene at the end when they're that you're talking with the big room and you know Tony has finally done a good job of teaching Peter that like it's not about the fame and whatever Mm -hmm. it's about Putting in the time and it's like okay I get it Mr Stark I'll be friendly neighborhood Spider Man for a little bit longer it's like no there really was and I think Peter <laughs> left thinking eh, this was all just it was a test and I passed and there really was a room full of people on the other side ready to welcome him to the Avengers yeah and I wonder if he knew that if he still would have made the same decision or if he I, been, like,
1: I I want to think that he would have I, I want to so. think that he would have because honestly I think that he knew it was overwhelming for him yeah. Um, and I think he realized after that whole battle that he still had, you know, some things he needed to do and learn. And he still wanted to, he still wants to be a kid. He's not in a hurry right. to grow up, right. which I love. Um, because immediately in the first 70 movies that they made of Spider-Man <laughs> it felt like that, it was, it was close. It was like, let's hurry and make him an adult. And well, I'm like, but he's a kid. Let they him kept, be a kid. They kept doing
2: that because they were afraid to lose the rights to the character. So yeah. they were just churning out Spider-Man movies.
1: But they went immediately from origin story to adult. Oh, totally. Like there
2: was Absolutely. no yeah, in t- the middle. I think in and Toby then we McGuire's, went back to origin story again. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think in
0: Tobey Maguire's Spider-Man, he was in high school for the first one and like then the, the second one. one, he wasn't anymore. And the third MJ one. MJ was
2: going off to college.
0: And, and, and to be honest, my favorite Spider-Man stories are always when he's still in high school. Yes. And he's still a kid and he's balancing going to school. He's balancing, mm-hmm. yeah. like, letting Aunt May know where he's at, keeping his homework up. Oh, and saving the city occasionally. Yes, right, that's right. the
1: whole deal because we have enough adult Superheroes Like yeah. this is what makes him original is the fact that he's a kid. He's still doing all these things. And most of the time he out superheroes, everyone else. True.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and that's always been key to Spider-Man's character is he's always been an overachiever. Mm-hmm. He, he's done things that he should have never done. He had no business being a part of the Avengers. He had no business. And, and especially in his mind, um, he's never supposed to be in this upper echelon of heroes, but he always, is because he just doesn't give up. And yeah. he
1: reminds me of a puppy in these movies because you know, when you get a puppy and puppies yes. are not afraid of anything mm-hmm. and neither are like five-year-olds. Right. Mm-hmm. And so you just tell them to do something and he goes right and does it. Like, you know, he's in, he's in, um, uh, Avenger, or is it Infinity War, right? Uh Yeah. And he's like, you know, go get, there's the wizard kid. And he just goes and gets the wizard. Like, there's no, there's no question. And then in Endgame, (laughs) when he attaches himself to the spaceship, like, he doesn't even think about, he just knows he needs to be there. Like, there is no fear. Where everyone else is, like, analytical and thinking Mm -hmm. about all this stuff. He's just there. He's He's ready to help. He's ready to be there. Just, you know, like, it just reminds me of, like, a puppy. Like, I'm here. Mm -hmm. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I love you. I love you. I love you.
2: like, like, <laughs> <laughs> well and it, it can't to me it really kind of seems like that's his personality like yeah he'll go and visit children's hospitals and like go hang out with the kids he's a gymnast he was a gymnast mm-hmm. before he was the actor mm-hmm. so you know he's doing flips and stuff for these kids um, there well, when was he a, showed up at Disneyland. I was going to say, there was, was a video say, of him this video. last oh my weekend. gosh, it's, it's awesome. amazing. We'll he, you know, repost he's in it on full our costume. Our page <sighs> so you can watch it. At California Adventure, being Spider Man and taking pictures with people. Yeah. And then Jake Gyllenhaal and yeah. a bunch of the cast from Far From Home come out. And then he takes off the mask. And everybody's like, oh yeah. my gosh. Like, he just you know? enjoys
1: so much being this character. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, it kind of reminds me um, of. Uh, Boyega from Star Wars: Force uh-huh. Uh-huh. like he has all of his own character action figure, like he's like so stoked to <laughs> this be is the coolest so, thing so ever. stoked to be yeah. in Star Wars, and I feel like Tom Holland he understands how big of a deal this is, mm-hmm. and he's using it he's using his powers for good, yes. both in the movies and outside of the movies.
2: Well, and two, it was such a breath of fresh air because we had a lot of, and partially to blame on DC, but we had a lot of soul and superheroes, yeah, people that were grumpy, the people that. But we're reluctantly being a hero. And then you have this kid who, like you said, is willing to just jump in and take on things because it's the right thing to do. that's Spider-Man.
1: But that's Spider-Man. Which is great.
0: And he came along at the right time in the MCU for that because not just in DC, but in the MCU, you've got – he comes in after Age of Ultron. Right. Um, everything's starting to get a little bit darker. We're going civil into war, civil war, right. which is not a happy storyline because this is when the Avengers divorce and <laughs> <laughs> the romance between Steve and Tony is. Why our
1: dad's always fighting?
0: I know. And but him being in that movie, even in that battle scene, just lightens it up so oh, much. So
2: much. His one-liners in that. Yeah. In that whole are those I, are those wings? <laughs> guys, I saw this really old movie once <laughs> called Empire <Bear> Strikes Back*. <laughs> How old is this kid, Tony? He's like, you're right, but the kid's seen more
1: movies. <laughs> out into space with you, Squidward. What
2: if I hear don't, one more pop culture Don't put your alien you? eggs in me. Um, I read an interview with him, though, and he, they asked him if he's, like, kind of an old movie guy, and he goes, no, I don't really watch a whole lot of movies. He said that was the Russo brothers. That was their kind of thing, and put that dialogue in for him. Cause, Hopefully
0: he's seen at least Empire Strikes He has Back.
2: not, in the interview that I read, he said he has not seen it yet. And I'm like, how have you not seen that so movie? The but. first
0: thing we do when Val gets him in her backpack, <laughs> yes, is bring him over to watch Go Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> you know that would be so much yes. fun, like hanging out with Tom Holland watching Are Star we Wars watch movies, all of them. Yes, and if we do,
2: we, sorry, we had to pause <laughs> for a selfie. A selfie.
1: Pause <laughs> for a selfie. We could have
2: just said it was for dramatic effect, but now you've ruined if, the illusion. They all know do, I do selfies. It's
1: fine. <laughs> Over selfie everything.
0: If we do watch Star Wars with him, Ryan. I wanna I wanna spoil the Darth Vader reveal. Because he cool. likes to spoil things That's for other true.
1: He, he is grounded. Like, <laughs> he he, is. <laughs> he struggles like, with it. so like much. Like him and Mark Hamill need to be locked away <laughs> in like on an island together because him and Mark Hamill have issues with keeping secrets.
2: <laughs> it's true. I love the fact they sent Benedict Cumberbatch on all of his press for Infinity War.
1: You're the babysitter. And, and He <laughs> really
2: was, and when they would ask Tom Holland a question, you could see Benedict Cumberbatch like in every interview, kind of lean forward, like ready to pounce. <laughs> and a couple of times he did. What he was, was he like, do? "That's enough." That, he's like, "That's enough, Tom. Tom. We're good. No, nope, we're not his talking mouth. anymore." And then Tom goes. Sorry,
1: (laughs) (laughs) sorry, sorry. Mark Ruffalo
2: spoils a lot too. He
1: does. Mark Ruffalo, I love so. Yeah, Mark Ruffalo, I love him so much. I wish we could. This is another episode, but I wish we could get him in a standalone Hulk movie. But it's never going to happen. No, it's
0: a yeah. All the legal issues. He's
1: so so great. Well, plus there's just no room for it right now. Yeah, it doesn't. Um, It
2: doesn't. Hulk's really, really good in small bits and pieces yeah. although professor holf
1: is a lot better he's not small no. in any sort of way he's a big guy
0: it, never mind going to go with bits and pieces for a second but we'll stop there
1: you're bending um, off on you! <laughs> off you! <laughs> Oh, I haven't rubbed
2: anything, by the way. <laughs> and we just lost Jake. I
1: <laughs> just want everybody to know. It's just, it's just, I get in trouble. So when, I need a little, I haven't touched it. I'm not even sitting next to you right now. How are we know, having this podcast? We need to start over. I know, I don't know. We've just we'll
0: erase <laughs> the whole thing. Start from scratch.
2: Anytime you say something and Jake takes off his glasses and wipes his hand down his face, you know you've got a good one. Yeah. I try to see how
1: many times i can do it (laughs) so far it's been seven is the highest number per episode
2: (laughs) Um, so moving into far from home yes multiverse we're we're getting the multiverse
1: okay so going back to into the spider-verse mars Mm -hmm. miles morales and how great that movie was i was just like come on how can we bring this you know to the live action version
2: well miles uncle Donald Glover.
1: Yep. So if you don't remember in Homecoming in the parking lot, (laughs) Donald Glover is there and he's like some sort of hoodlum of Mm -hmm. some sort. Mm -hmm. And he is uncle. Whereas in Spideyverse, he dies. Sorry to ruin that for you. But in the movie, he doesn't have to die because it's a totally different
2: movie. It's a whole different universe. But
1: which means that Miles Morales could possibly now come into this Spideyverse, which makes me so happy because if Miles Morales and Peter Parker are in a live-action movie together, I'm (laughs) going (laughs) to (laughs) die.
2: Yes. What if we had Miles Morales, Peter Parker, and Deadpool all in the same film?
1: They said that Deadpool has a small part in spider-man really like that he just has like a blink in and out
2: wow okay i
1: don't know how true that is because he is going to be in venom
2: Mm -hmm. um
1: and he can't so he's been in a pg-13 movie now because he did um his christmas yeah once Uh upon a deadpool which was just deadpool 2 where they cut out all of the squares and everything that made it rated r and it was okay it was fine um but I would much rather have Ant-Man, Miles Morales, and oh, Spider-Man yes. all in the same movie, because what kind of shenanigans <laughs> are happening there? <laughs> like, they're all gonna get lost. Like, they oh, I mean, they have to lost. be supervised. They've gotta go to <laughs> Vegas. Save
0: the universe.
2: Yes. That's what's gonna <laughs> because happen.
1: Because if you had Ant-Man, Miles Mor- Morales, and Peter Parker unsupervised and trying to save the world... They
2: need to go to, like, Vegas. Yeah. And then it, they need we- the
1: friend to show up in the <laughs> minivan that has to explain everything. Luis? Yes, Luis needs Here's what's happening. Like, so, this is a whole other movie, by the way. Any time
0: that Ant-Man finds himself as the responsible adult <laughs> of the group, you know it's going to be fun. Right? Like, what could go wrong? Everything. And it's going to be it's awesome. Gonna be it's going to be, awesome. gonna be awesome. amazing. Yes. <laughs> so Far From Home does bring in the multiverse, yep. uh, which I'm excited about. I'm yes. wondering. Multiple Earths. So we know that f- five years or so down the road, in our time, not movie time. Right. We're probably going to get the X Men in the MCU. Yeah,
1: not probably. We are. We
0: are going to, right? It's happening. And so, I'm wondering if this is now kind of laying that foundation. We've Mm -hmm. got the multiverse, and maybe that's how the X Men come in. Jake Gyllenhaal's character, Mm -hmm. who
1: isn't he both? He is a villain with Spider Man and X Men, isn't he? In the comics,
0: I'm not sure if there's been a Mysterio X Men story. Probably. I mean, there's a lot of Spider Man. Well, and, and Spider-Man himself has teamed up with the X-Men a right. lot. Well, that's yeah. what I'm saying, yeah. is
1: you've had some yeah. X-Men some and you've crossover. had Spider-Man with Mysterio, yeah.
0: Right, right. And that, that
2: could be, I, we're, we're going to use our smartphone. While we, <laughs> you guys keep well, There's talking. multiple yes. ways that they can play this, which I think is brilliant because I thought it was interesting when, when Kevin Feige said that Spider-Man Far From Home would close out uh, the MCU Phase 4. Mm-hmm. We all assumed that Endgame was going to close out Phase 4. And then we're like, well, what is Spider-Man going to do? Well, Spider-Man is closing out the arc with Tony Stark, opening up the arc with the multiverse, and I think that's going to be a major play into Phase 5. I agree.
1: So it does have um, Mysterio with X-Men and Spider-Man um, way long ago. Oh, okay. In um, some comics. So, uh, but, I mean, it's just a few. So, yeah. and I... Gosh, we haven't talked about this um, at all because really it's just sad. But the last X Men movie hurt my feelings um, a lot. It was and that made me sad. It was by really the way, bad. Mm. Yeah. It was really bad when I had to write the review, um, which I didn't even share on our website because I didn't want it to waste space. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so I really hope, like, all as I'm watching the movie, I was just like please come over to the Disney side. Well, like, kind of, please
2: come over. To, because, did, we felt that way on a bunch of Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Like when we had. Uh, but this did?
1: was like horrible. Like yeah. hor- beyond. They had Whoa. everything in their pockets to make this movie amazing. All mm-hmm. the actors, all mm-hmm. the characters, the budget. And right. it just had no idea it what it was. No, it had. It, yeah. It had no idea what it was.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it's interesting because the first three X Men movies, I I know that somehow they're all tied together now, and I I'm, I get that they don't right. know
1: that though because in this movie they were like, oh, they're not going to remember this happened eight movies ago. Yeah. I remember. Right.
2: <laughs> Stop <laughs> making
1: me feel well, like, there's like stuff I'm that happened
2: in this new one. I haven't seen it yet, but just from the trailers, where she like finds the Phoenix power, and it's like, well, she used that in the end right. of the Apocalypse. Yeah.
0: So, but if you've got Last Stand,
2: and
1: people die that are not dead mm-hmm. in the up in the.
0: Yeah. Yes. in this new one. So I felt like when Last Stand came out, that was the first one that Brian Singer didn't direct. Correct. And
1: I know we're supposed to hate Brian Singer, but he was Br- the Ratner. best director for X-Men.
0: For
2: for the I movie agree. at the time, absolutely.
0: Yeah. And that was and Fox just didn't know what to do with the X-Men and it really felt like Last Stand was just a mess, and yeah. I don't, it I don't know how it compares to Dark Phoenix yet. I haven't seen it. But it's
1: better than Dark Phoenix.
0: So Dark Phoenix is really bad.
1: <laughs> I didn't like. I would Last rather Stand watch Iron all. Man Two or Guardians Two.
2: Whoa, that See, tells you, us something. You, yeah, that was like a jab at Dark Phoenix. <laughs> no, I'm trying to I tell you. you
1: <laughs> and I'm, I'm trying to Sorry, tell you honor. where I feel. Because try- you guys yeah. know that I don't I know, really don't. care to watch right. those movies. Right, I know. And it's, and I probably need to watch it again, Dark Phoenix, just to, I always like to watch a movie twice, even if I don't like it, so I can really see that I don't Mm -hmm. like it. There were, I can usually find something good about every movie that I watch, and, like, even the costumes, like, I'm looking at this old Comic book in front of me from like the 1960s that were drawn horribly, and
2: those costumes were Look better. better. Oh. Yeah. Well, it seems to me, and I don't want to get too far off on the yeah. X Men tangent, but it seems to me like a lot of the actors just seem to kind of be phoning it in just from the trailers. Yeah. Because I think, that they, I
1: think that they got no direction. She's been on sets with better directors, mm-hmm. with a better story, right. with a better, and she's there. And I mean, I don't want to spoil it for you, but.
2: No, they some, spoiled it in the trailer.
1: Yeah, I mean, she dies, dies. and that doesn't make sense because later on, her and Magneto take over. Like they cause this big ruckus in the movies that are coming, like Mm -hmm. that have already happened. But you know, right? right. So Uh, it it doesn't. doesn't, It's I hate it when a filmmaker um, treats us like we're a stupid audience. Yeah, it only works if the movie is so good you don't care. Right, this movie was nowhere near that. Mm-hmm. So like in Infinity War, in Endgame, well Endgame mainly, there were problems in Endgame. Sure. Okay? There were a lot of problems. But the movie was so good, I didn't care about the problems. Right. Yeah. right? This is X-Men, this final, this, oh, it just makes me cry. Anyway. So
0: hopefully then this hopefully is the like foundation... Hopefully Disney can get the rebirth to get I want to see Wolverine
1: and Spider-Man... In oh, a movie together, because be awesome. me growing right. up as a kid watching Saturday morning cartoons, absolutely with with Wolverine and Spider Man and like all this stuff in the comics, like I want to see them in a movie together. Now I know it's not going to be Hugh Jackman, mm-hmm. but this can be pre all of that other nonsense, and it can be a younger, just, hopefully well, just
2: a new slate. Yeah. yeah, and and my fear is is that this movie bombed at the box office. So does Disney then wait yes. even longer?
1: No. no. Have a plan. They wanted it to bomb so okay. that they could reboot it and may, and package it as their own. See because now the
0: fans want them to reboot it too. Yeah. Yeah, but if this are, had been really good, then
1: it failed. would have been like,
2: no, don't reboot the yeah. No. But I also feel like maybe you do worry about fatigue.
1: Uh no. no, by the time it comes out in twenty seventy five, we'll be fine. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and the thing is yeah. twenty seventy five
0: <laughs> I wow. don't know. I gotta go. twenty comes out in twenty seventy five. Um and and X-Men is such a profitable franchise yeah, for Marvel.
2: True. That's true.
0: They are thrilled to be able to have them back and yeah. put them into the MCU. And we can get storylines like Avengers versus X-Men. That was a huge comic book storyline a few years ago that was fantastic and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited for it. And I think Disney's excited to get them in there. Yeah. And-
1: I'm not a huge fan of the Hall, And so I'm hoping... That the he, the Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> this is the thing about the Gyllenhaal is that he's in a movie and I can't get past him. Yep.
0: Yeah. I and always so see Jake Gyllenhaal when I
1: see him. I'm just like, uh like I'm gonna see him the whole. And I'm not saying he hasn't been good in movies, but every time I watch him in a movie, I just feel you like I'm seeing him
0: exactly. I don't get past. I know what you're him. saying. Yeah. Hopefully, as Mysterio, he'll wear that whole like snow globe thing on his head the yeah. whole time. that makes him covers his face. Then you won't have to see him. It'll right. be fine. I mean,
1: his head's really big. That's gonna have to be a really big. Helmet. It's usually because he, really he had a big enough head. He had a big enough head. He could have been Batman. That's how big his head is. Like, all Batmans have to have a large noggin or you can't you have, be was Batman. It, and Wasn't chin.
0: Kate in Batman, though? Doesn't that, like, is that weird if he's... Well, she, he's
1: not going to be Batman, so it's fine. Oh. But, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Anyway. Um, That's true. But, I, yeah, I hope, his sister was in Batman and she was fantastic. She was
2: great. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of of Jake, but I'm curious to see what he does. Hall. The Jillian Jill Hall. Hall. Yeah. well, I <laughs> just, just want to make Jill sure that Hall. when we say we're not a big fan of Jake, <laughs> it's, that we're
0: specifying which Jake we're talking about.
1: Jake, we are a huge fan of you.
0: Well, thank this you. Is-
2: thank you. <laughs> <laughs> not a huge fan of Jake. All right, I'll pack all up all my right. stuff. See you guys. This is my equipment. I'm leaving. Screw you <laughs> guys. Take,
1: take home. my ball and heading home. My bikes in your trunk. <laughs> Uh, okay, so with Homecoming, what grade do we all give Homecoming? So I give Homecoming an A. I can watch this movie all the time. It does have some problems, but again, I think it's a great setup for the new Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. It gives me like the energy that I need. There were a few slow parts, and I was like, eh, that didn't need to be in there. But all in all, again, I can watch this movie over and over and over again, and it just gives me life. So A for me.
2: Okay. Uh. I would probably say A minus. It's right on the edge of an A. Um it, I, I, I'm gonna go A minus. Okay. Yeah. Just because like you said, there are a few parts that I just kind of wish they had tidied up just a little bit in the editing, but it's a very, very fun, solid movie.
0: I this one's tough for me. I, I think I would give it almost an A plus, to be honest. Wow,
2: really? Because
0: I I've seen it multiple times and I can't for me, find anything that I'm like, I don't like this or that takes me out of the movie mm-hmm. or ruins it for me. I think Tom Holland is the perfect Spider-Man, to yeah. be honest. And uh, they get his humor right. They get his wit right. His uh, naivete is on par. And I thought Michael Keaton was a great villain as the Vulture Really, honestly, it's almost a perfect movie for me. Nice.
1: We all give it A's. Yeah.
0: Right
2: in the A range, yeah.
0: So if you haven't seen Spider Man Homecoming, you should probably get to seeing it. What kind of life choices are <laughs> yeah. you making?
1: Like yeah. what's happening? Do I need to make do I need an intervention?
0: I think so, yeah. Yeah. If they haven't seen it yet, Well and Far From Home comes out. I'm hoping I'm hoping this is one of those rare sequels that lives up to the right. original. Uh, yeah. Same same have, director, which yeah. is nice. Yeah,
1: I have, so watching the trailers, I, I, I know that I'm not going to feel the same way that I felt about the original, just because it's got a different tone. But then when they announced that they were going to do the multiverse, I got super excited. But yep. the thing about introducing the multiverse is it puts them in a place where everything can go really right or a whole bunch of things can go really wrong. Right, mm-hmm. And so I'm going in just knowing that that, it, that I, I'm not going to feel the same way about, you know, the first as this one. But I think either way, however the w- direction this movie goes, it's opening up for more storyline. Mm-hmm. I just really hope they don't pull um, a DC and just put too many things right. in one movie that you can't grab onto something that you care about.
0: Right. Totally agree with that. I, I agree. And I think the multiverse... It, It does introduce something brand new, and we know with Marvel that, you know, like when the Tesseract appears for the first time and things like that, like this isn't a one-movie deal. They are doing something with this down Mm -hmm. the road, and Mm -hmm. I don't know what it will be exactly, but uh, it makes me excited because there's a lot of different directions that they can go.
2: Five or six years from now, we'll look back and go, oh, it's right there. Right. It was right there, and we didn't even know it. Well, and even
0: even in Endgame, we get a little bit of the multiverse idea when when the – Ancient One is explaining it to Bruce Banner, yes. what happens if you take this out, and then we've got a whole new a time ancient, stream. Uh-huh. And then there's it was the, very
1: subtle how they explained it, but it made a whole bunch of sense when they brought the trailer out of the multiverse. I was like, right. oh, <laughs> yeah. you guys are good. Yeah. It was, They're
2: firing
0: on all cylinders, for yeah. sure. So I'm excited to see what they do with it. July Second. 2nd is yep. when Spider-Man Far From Home comes out.
1: Yep, we'll be seeing it maybe a week before that. Get so.
0: out of the
2: heat, go uh, air-conditioned movie and watch some Spider-Man. That's right. What could be better than Fourth that? The Fourth of July. That's, nothing. That's, <laughs> nothing. <laughs> nothing. I have your answer. It's nothing.
0: Fourth of July would be a great time to go see it because all the suckers out there watching fireworks, you can be inside nice and cool watching Spider-Man.
2: Yep. What more do you that's need? That's all the fireworks you need. And that's
0: right.
1: stay tuned to our Facebook page because we will put an event together to go see Endgame, and if you want to join yeah. us for Endgame, we will have the event the theater um the rows that we bought tickets on or whatever and if you want to come join us I, we would love to meet everybody come hang yeah, out absolutely. and talk
0: movies yeah absolutely we've got some things coming up where we're going to start needing your input more for and some participation. of our episodes and participation absolutely. so um stay tuned for that too it'll be exciting we got and some cool
2: stuff coming
0: yeah, now that zoner has gone, we can do whatever <laughs> we want. We were want. just we
1: were just waiting for that dead weight to leave. <laughs> yeah,
0: now that he's in Texas,
2: we can do whatever Is he we alive?
0: want.
1: Is he alive?
2: He survived um, the motel. Okay. Yeah.
0: Last okay. I heard, he did. He did make it to Texas. Head the yeah. he he on stayed over at, to Stolen
1: had, Droids to find out what happened to Sonner. No, <laughs> no lock on
2: the door. No fire alarm. Somebody was making meth in the bathtub. Oh I don't gosh. know. It was. It wasn't <laughs> him.
0: It wasn't <laughs> him. It wasn't this wasn't it was a hit, previous it was just tenant. someone else. It yes. was. Just, it was fine. <laughs> <laughs> it was just leftover meth.
1: <laughs> leftover. <laughs> <laughs> left meth. There's Can that
2: be? the I've got a lot of options as I listen Man. Leftover meth. What the? What is
0: this I thought this was a family it's, it's show the multiverse. Um, if you white
2: become spider man
0: if you want to send us feedback and i 'm sure you will after this episode um, it is podcast at movies that make us dot com you can also find us online and all the social medias uh, facebook movies that make us instagram at movies that make us uh, Twitter we are at movies make us. Um, you'll want to stay tuned to all of those because we will have a lot more stuff coming up this summer and then throughout the rest of the year. And, and we
1: absolutely love to hear and read your feedback and your comments, whether you agree with us or not. Yep. We just love interacting with you.
0: Absolutely. But in the meantime, thank you so much for listening. And we won't see you at the movies. We, we, might, it, we, we,
2: might, see we you might. We might. We might actually, actually, at the actually see you at the movies. <laughs> Spider-Man, Spider-Man does whatever a spider can. That's for Colin. <laughs>